Hi, this is Bimi Shavery, and I am here with your Intuitive Energy Corner. Guys, grab your juice, grab your coffee, grab your wine, grab whatever it is you need to drink to make sure you're hydrated during this episode, because again, it is one of those episodes. I mean, and I, I am going to give it to you guys as um, high frequency as I can, but I have to give you guys the honest um perspectives of what is going on however I want you guys to know it's not all bad it's not all bad it just is work but it is not all bad and we have been preparing for this we've been preparing for this if you've been tuned in and listening to me consistently even inconsistently but you've been tuned in and you've been listening to any of my episodes I always have been very very adamant about a few things when it comes to energy energy um and, the, and navigating the inner world I have spoken a lot about the planets and how they align and how they affect us society-wise as well as psychologically. I have also spoke very, very open and honest about the effects it can have on our emotional state. I've also tried to prepare you guys about the potential dismantlement of government and patriarchy and things that were going to be occurring based on history um, with astronomy and astrology and how certain signs have aligned up. And I can't even tell you guys how I am so impressed that so many of you have been listening. You guys have been emailing me all weekend. I have had so many beautiful conversations through you guys, <laughs> um, through email. You guys tuned in on Facebook. I randomly just posted up on Facebook to do a live just so that I could check in. You know, that's definitely my incognito energy just to peek in and see what's going on and spread a little light. Um, and that was a beautiful experience. I felt really, really good. Um, and that felt really, really, that gave, that, that really was good for me as well. So you guys have really been paying attention and I'm really, really impressed and not only impressed on a, when it comes to egoic ways, I'm not impressed in that way. I'm impressed because it means that the tribe is really, together consciously we are trying to navigate these intense waters and you trust me as a vessel in navigating I feel like Harriet Tubman a little bit but no <laughs> no but I'm really excited about um where this is taking us so on today's intuitive energy corner I definitely want to give you guys a breakthrough, um, a little breakdown on what is going on astrologically, what has just happened with Saturn entering into Aquarius, what Aries season is initiating, and also give you guys a little bit of guidance to navigate through this intense climate we are in. We have a lot going on. People have a lot going on outside, inside, and collectively, and that is to be expected. Um, but what's most important is what this is meaning for us as a whole. Collectively, this is shifting the world as we know it. This is shifting the way that we have operated. And as I spoke, I did a video for Instagram just to check in because I have so many people who tune in both on Instagram, Facebook, and I don't really do a lot of live stuff like that. I like the interpersonal. So I did, um, I do record videos and post them there for the people. So if you follow me on Instagram or if you haven't, you can follow me there at IMB Mishavery. I do um, maybe once every other week or so post a video about the climate and give a little bit of inspiration and you'll see how people are really taken to that. Um, but anyway, I posted a video that was discussing, talking about 
what this is doing for humanity, how this is helping us to navigate and change our direction for the better. When we are entering into what is called the age of Aquarius, we are entering into the dynamic of an Aquarian way of thinking. For the last 2000 plus years, we've been in the year in the age of, of Pisces. And it is a very different world that we are going to be living in. We are going to see a lot of shifts, a lot of focus on artificial intelligence, technology, uh, bringing things together on a social level when it comes to the patriarchy and government, when it comes to making things make sense for everyone. How does this benefit everyone? How does this connect with everyone? How does this allow everyone to benefit? And so we are also learning as I've been preaching to you guys for a very long time, the importance of connection versus attachment. Aquarius is very detached when it comes to emotional uh, connectivity. When it comes to you feeling things, Aquarians do not like to be in the midst of the emotions. They think they're emotions. That's why they're so highly intelligent. However, we are navigating in a season where you have to have a form of emotional intelligence and know how to operate on a logical way, which I've spoken about many, many episodes. So I don't have to go into that right now, but we are definitely entering into a time where we are being forced to think about collective. If this is speaking to someone who is used to operating in a form of selfishness, greed, opportunistic ways that only benefit you, um, turning your nose down at the underdog, just looking at people uh, based on their status, based on their ethnicity, based on their race, based on cultural um, beliefs and based on religious beliefs, the isolation based on your individual prejudices and bias will not help you survive these times we are shifting into because Aquarian is a very eclectic energy. It's a very eclectic sign. It is a sign that is all about innovation. It is all about doing things that are not orthodox, but bringing it to the the collective in a way that assists everyone can get a piece of it in a way, right? So if you're not used to operating in that way, you were going to try to fight the system. You're going to try to fight the uh, changes. You're not going to be comfortable. You're going to rebel. And that is naturally an Aquarius type of energy. Aquarius is a rebellious sign because anything it does, it has to be forced to do. It won't do it. It also is a fixed energy. So it likes stability. It likes to be, it's very stubborn. Um, once it has his mind on something, it is there. It doesn't want to budge. It doesn't like change, but it creates a foundation that is solid in a very intellectual way. And so we are going to have a lot of changes. As I stated to you guys coming into 2020, yes, 2020 is going to be a very impactful year. It is absolutely about reorganizing, restructuring, and replenishing those parts of our society that have been neglected. And if you were a part of what has caused the dismantlement of humanity as God created it to be, then you're going to feel the effects 
very, very, very much so intensely. Okay. So what we are seeing now, especially when it comes to society and we have the economic, the economic crisis that is going on right now, we have the very, very, um, oh my God, the health crisis is crazy right now. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of, um, uncertainty. And that is a lot of Saturn energy because Saturn is absolutely, um, a sign that governs our discipline and structure and how we, uh, look at authority. And so there is a very dominating energy that comes with that because it is, it is very powerful and potent. Okay. It can be very rigid. It can cause you to feel very paralyzed and stuck depending on the energy that you're in. Now, this planet is also about the long haul. So the discipline that it brings and the discipline that it initiates is to create a structure that is long lasting. It is not for the faint of heart. It is not something that happens overnight. It is absolutely something that is forcing us to deal inside out, but also collectively. Okay, so at the beginning of the year, we know that we had Saturn and Pluto conjunction that hasn't been done in 20 plus years, but we felt the effects of that. We're still feeling the effects of that because Saturn and Pluto conjunct in Capricorn with all this energy in Capricorn caused the beginning of the dismantlement of society as we know it. And now we are witnessing what has been building up for a very long time with the health crisis, with how unprepared we have been as a society with basic needs, how people are hoarding net the, the basic necessities, how people are in fear of losing everything. And people are scared that they're not going to have enough tissue and they're not going to have enough, you know, of the natural things that you would think a person would have in their home. People are panicking because the uncertainty in that Saturn energy, it causes fear. It's causing people to think irrationally because it's all of a sudden and, it, and it's a very strong, strong energy. Fear is something that is to be expected because a lot of people fear authority. If you look at Saturn as an authoritative figure, then you know that Saturn is causing a lot of fear because there is no beating Saturn. You can't just overpower Saturn. There has to be discipline. There has to be structure. You have to create a plan and it has to make sense. Being that we are operating out of the energy in Aquarius now coming fresh out of Mercury being retrograde in Aquarius and Pisces, it's now direct. So being that it is direct now in Pisces and it is also now Saturn going retrograding into Aquarius, um, it will be going out of Aquarius back into Capricorn in July, but then um, towards the end of the year, go back into Aquarius. So we're getting a taste of what the next three years are going to be like. Um, when Saturn goes into Aquarius permanently towards the end of the year, it will be there until the year 2023, which is where we're going to be feeling a lot of effects between the next three years of our life being shifted, not just internally, but also collectively. Our world is going to change as we know it, but it's for the better. The way that society has been ran, the way that society has been operating is not going to work. We are going into a new age. Um, it feels like an Elon Musk type of, you know, energy because it's very innovative. It's very before it's time. And that's so Aquarian like, and it, it makes you 
operate in a way that may be very difficult for people who operate out of emotions only. If you are someone who is used to operating emotionally, which is nothing wrong with emotions, but this is going to cause you to have to be emotionally intelligent in areas where you're used to just operating irrationally with your emotions. How you feel is how you react and you're acting on impulse. You can't do that when it comes to this type of energy because it's causing you to be in control of yourself right of your thoughts of your feelings and in your expression it's causing you to really deal with those things so that you can react in a way that is beneficial to what is coming next so being that we have saturn in when we have saturn in aquarius right saturn in aquarius is a placement that's going to make people feel quite detached it can make you feel like you just want to be, you know, just casual friendships, casual, like um, just ways of living, things that are, you know, good about empowering the collective. Again, it's about the bigger, bigger picture. It's not about the it's not about the closeness that people really, really desire. It's about making things fit from a detached way that causes you to value the connection but again you're not attached to what the physicality of that is if that makes sense so you are valuing that this is a unit but I'm not emotionally having to be physically connected in order to value it in a sense okay so we are in this place where we have been in very very intense energy in March March has caused so far as we've known, as I've told you guys, March is absolutely a very, very, very powerful month. The whole, the whole year, actually, right? So in January, on January 12th, we had the Saturn conjunct Pluto and Capricorn. Since then, Saturn has been moving around. Saturn is now in Aquarius. So from March 21st to July 1st, Saturn is in Aquarius, giving us a preview of, again, like I've stated, what the energy is going to be like once it goes full time in Aquarius in December. Saturn is going to go back into Capricorn July 1st, which is a total different energy. And I'll give you guys an overview of that um, as we get closer to that. But Saturn's transit through Aquarius is a time to definitely step outside of your own little box. It's going to make you look at, as I've stated, humanity, because it is going to help you to build foundations that fit the collective when it comes to your family structure if you're used to operating out of I don't like this this doesn't make me feel good this doesn't help me and then your husband or your wife or your spouse or your or your partner is feeling neglected this is going to force you to think about how are my actions affecting this entire home how is my attitude contributing to the downfall of our home we're looking at the dismantlement of our human of, of, of our government and of our finances and of society collectively we are seeing which is all about neptunian energy it's all about pisces energy because it's bringing you into nothing is hidden aquarian and saturn is all about hey let's let this all out what is up under this rug that you have been hiding we need to see it all so we'll know what we need to rip apart so that we can rebuild because we have a lot of different planets that are about to be in retrograde that are going to contribute to the building and rebuilding and replenishing of society as we know it. But before that can happen, there are some things that have to be destroyed, which is why we are in the state that we're in as a world. Globally, we are affected by something 
like a virus. A virus is a very powerful thing. We don't have enough information about it. We don't have enough insight to tell you how to prevent it. We don't have any cures, nor do we have treatment. So everybody's in a panic from the high up down. Not only are we in a panic because we don't know, but what we're being told is inaccurate information. So that is causing every situation that we've been told not to worry about has been contradicted by a death or by something being destroyed. So it is a very, very critical time to not only operate with common sense, which we're finding out is not so common, but also to operate out of an emotional intelligence that allows you not to act on impulse, but to think logically and intellectually about how we need to resolve these things swiftly. Aquarius is an air energy. It's about getting things done. It is about, you know, really, really brisking through, but in a way that doesn't make it have to go back and repair, right? It just wants to make sure things get done orderly, which is why the fixed energy helps because we're not loosely creating, um, you know, any type of, any type of response to what it is we're trying to fix. We are really thinking about this and continuing to operate in a way that allows us to collectively come up together. So in this in this time, it makes a lot of sense of why. And it's really it's really heartwarming for me because we're in a place where it's not your money that's going to help you. Your, your money is not going to get you ahead of the game. Your social contacts are not going to get you ahead of the game. Your um, the way you look, the followers you have, none of that is going to help you advance any further than you are. It's not going to help you at all because right now, collectively, we all are on the same page. We all can get it. We all can be affected by this particular um, situation that we're all globally being affected by. Be it that we all are affected in different ways, we still are being impacted. And because of that, it's causing everybody to be in a place of fear because we just don't know. And it also gives you another look at humanity as a whole and how disconnected we have been for so long. We have been told that certain things can't get help. We can't get health care for this. We can't get financing for this. We can't get, you know, um, help when it comes to the way we um, are charging people on their rents. And we can't we don't have any resolutions. Homeschooling is not an option. We don't. But suddenly when something like this happens, comes in and dismantles every single thing we've been told for centuries. Now we're forced to create opportunities and we're forced to create avenues where people can still survive in the midst of the chaos that was created on our government based on our government's lack of action. But I'm not going to go there. Drink something. Drink something. Okay, so now we have people who are trying to figure out life as it is changing. We have companies, major companies that are closing. We have government and senators having to step in because we have a lack of action on the higher ups. We are having to make decisions that are not only affecting ourselves individually, but our families and the potential um, health of those that we don't even know. And because this is a invisible killer, it's like an invisible thing that can, can kill you at any moment. So you have to be mindful of who you're talking to, who you're who you're in interacting with. And you're having to it's forcing us to realize how disconnected we are, but how much connection really matters, because when you're not able to interact with people, you realize how important interaction is. 
You can't go to places to sit down and people watch. You can't go to um, clubs and you can't go to movie theaters and you can't go and enjoy the basic things that have become our norm. We can't enjoy those things now. We're not able to just throw an event because we want to and have a bunch of people show up. We can't do those things. Any plans that you have had where it's a gathering of people to hide in behind things that you really should be working on. Like so many people find a beauty in the distraction because it takes so much time to deal with self. And now we're forced to have to deal with the things that really matter. We're forced to have to sit with our own lives as we know it. And now we're having to watch it fall apart because we do not know the tools or have the tools to create a foundation that is not built on superficial surface things. So the beauty in all of this chaos is new beginnings. If we survive this, which it'll never be a cure, it'll never be, you know, never uh, an issue. But if we can get through this first transit of this, then the way that we go about life can change for the better. And that's the beauty of where we are. Now, we also have on April 4th, um, April 4th, June 30th and November 13th, Jupiter, which is the planet that is all about expansion, conjunct Pluto, which is all about the planet that's the planet that is all about rebirth, transformation and death in Capricorn again. So during this time, we're going to feel another surge of transformative type of energy. It's going to make you feel very passionate. It's going to make you feel very intense. It's going to make you feel very, very optimistic and ambitious about the things that you are preparing for, the things that you are seeing coming into fruition. But the way that you have viewed these things previously is changing dramatically, which is a beautiful thing. This is a beautiful thing because it's making people look at life in a very, very, very beautiful way. Um, and it's, it's helping people to understand the value of humanity. And so this is why what is occurring right now is so monumental because it hasn't happened within this generation. And this generation does not even understand if you were born in the age of internet, you have no idea how to cope with what's happening now. I was born pre-internet. I'm an 80s baby and I grew up pre-internet. And so I still live my life in a big way detached from the go, 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 go. I don't like the go, 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 go. I like to be still. I like to be introverted. I like the ability to replenish and repair and to take in what's happening. I like that. That That is necessary for me. The quiet, the peace, the the, um, I don't need information thrown at me all day long. I enjoy solitude and I value people. I value humanity. I'm always looking at, but I'm a cancer. So different elements have different things that they value, different personality and so much more to your Zodiac than your sun sign. But just overall, as a human being, people have different makeup. And depending on your makeup also contributes to the way that you are able to handle what is happening in our lives today. Okay, so there is a lot going on astrologically. March is bringing us some very pivotal shifts that are going to force you to go deeper. And this is not going to stop in March. 
Saturn is a sign of master change, karma. So we are definitely in a space where this is going to affect us for a long time. Saturn changes its sign every two and a half years. And of course, when it does, ripple effects occur. So it doesn't just enter gently and, and nurturely. No, no, no. It comes in with a bang. Hence where we are now as a word, as a world, right? So as it's moving out of Capricorn, we know it's been there since 2017. So if you look at your life from 2016 up until today, you will be able to see a lot of powerful things have happened during that time in your life that have really that are really having you refocus and look at those things now in 2020, because Aquarius is coming through to help you to navigate those things that Capricorn began. So. Here we are being guided to put closure on something that was started 2016. And as we're, we're wrapping up those karmic cycles, Saturn is making sure we've done, we've done everything we needed to do so that we can move forward higher frequency. You cannot fake healing. You cannot fake recovery. You cannot fake union. You cannot fake awakeness. You cannot fake anything. This is, this is the year of the real. We are starting new, not only in a year when it comes to decades, but astrologically, we are creating a new vibration, a new frequency. And Aries is not playing, nor is Saturn, nor is Pluto. And these eclipses that we are having during this year, supermoons, we just came out of a supermoon, full moon in Virgo. This is a lot of power. This is a lot of energy. We're still not out of the lunar eclipse energy from January nor December. We had a, a new moon in Capricorn that was a solar eclipse. We are not out of that energy. So it's energy on top of energy on top of energy that is causing us to be forced to deal with our shit. And now we're dealing with our shit personally. We're dealing with our shit globally. And we're watching it all unfold. And it feels very frightening because we have no control. And now we're able to put things in perspective. When you realize you really don't have the control you thought you did. Your money doesn't give you power. Your um, followers don't give you power. Your social status doesn't give you power. What you wear doesn't give you power. How fine you look doesn't give you power. How good your sex is doesn't give you power. None of that is going to help you navigate these waters. It's either sink or swim. So if you haven't learned the basics of swimming, you're going to drown. Drink something. And when you drown, there's a possibility of, of resuscitation. But the point is to not drown. But for so long, people have been operating out of a very selfish way. I don't need nobody. I don't need, I've done this. I'm self-made, right? I made, I got here on my own. I don't need nobody. Da, 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 da. How good does it feel to be on your own when you really need a collective to help you through? Drink something. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. It hurts. I know. That was cold. I know. But I love you, though. What's very important is that 
we pay attention to what is happening now. Saturn, as of the 21st, has moved into Aquarius. And it gives you a little bit of a dose of what is to come for the next three years. And it is very monumental. Let's review what has happened so far in March. So far, the first week we had Venus, which is all about love and uh, 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 in Saturn. And even though it's a love sign and it's all about, you know, connection and intimacy and all of that, you can also feel like you are very much alone and you're feeling like you're holding the world on your shoulders emotionally, you're out of balance because we also have retrograde, right? So self-love was something that absolutely became very important. If you're not already familiar with the true thing of self-love, and I'm not talking about self-maintenance. When people, that's another thing. Let me briefly, let me intersect, okay? Self-maintenance is what you do when you go to spas, when you go to get massages, when you go to get your nails and your hair done, and you go and you're out, you know, at the yoga places or whatever the case may be. That's self-maintenance. Self-care is how you care for yourself every single day. It's how you operate in your normalities, how you talk to yourself, how you let others speak to you, your boundaries, your personal um, principles, how you fuel yourself, what you allow yourself to process. That's self-care. Self-love is unconditional. It's something that you have to develop. Just as you develop that for other people, you must develop that for yourself. It's an unconditional love. It's It's an inability to allow what you have done and what you have Uh, what mistakes you have made to define how you care and love yourself. So there's a big difference. During any time of Venus in a planet like Jupiter and expansion, it can expand on the emotions that you're feeling about yourself, about other people and how they're feeling about you and how that has brushed off in the world. Okay, so during this time, the highs of the highs, you feel very creative, you feel very loving, you feel very motivated to share, to be around people, to engage. You feel very, you know, tapped into your essence of femininity, whether you are a man or a woman, you're just feeling very, very sexy, very sensual, very just in tune with that part of yourself, the gentle part of yourself. That can come off in art, that can come off in what you're creating, that can come off in your pampering, that can come off in all the good ways of the energy, but in a negative way, that can come off as very possessive, very standoffish, very disconnected, um, not very liberated in any type of way, sensually or sexually, just, just not a good positive energy that you would have around you, right? Now, around March 8th, That was just before the full moon. There was a surge of creative energy, right? You got a lot of inspiring energy that came in, but it also came to stir up deep emotions. Maybe you were focusing on areas of your life where you felt like you should be doing more. You felt like you were disconnected from things you thought you were passionate about. There's a lot of different elements that came into play when it came to 
that type of energy. There were deeper emotions that you were becoming aware of that needed to be purged, that needed to be cleansed, that needed to be released, right? And as the full moon in Virgo came, you became even more aware of that because again, it was a super moon, but it was also a full moon. And anytime you have a full moon in itself, it's about re releasing anything that is holding you back. It's about anything that's hidden coming out. It's about being aware of the dark mystique of whatever is in your life. Okay. So when the full moon came on the ninth, it was illuminating and it helped you to uncover a lot of different truths, a lot of different repetitive actions that you may have made that continue to dig deep into nowhere. It assisted you in navigating the dark depths of who you were. Okay. Now it did bring things to the surface, but it also made you feel in a sense of jumping to conclusions, trying to hurry up and react, needing the, the need to resolve quickly. Right. It gives you because you're in the mix of that Venus energy that makes you optimistic. So you're also very optimistic and you're feeling very on the go. But you're also with this Virgo analytical energy that's causing you to be in between your head and your heart. And you're, you're jumping and leaping and making decisions that you're not really thinking out. It's a fight between the analytical slow Virgo energy and then the Venus in Piscean type of energy that's all about intuitive and and all about the nurturing and love and you're wanting one thing but you're battling your head over your heart it was a lot of that at the beginning of March okay so you were having to you be put in a place where you were having to trust your intuition but how do you trust your intuition when you're also operating out of in, out of insecurities you can't because your intuition turns into your survival instinct and when that happens, you're not able to think clearly. You're not able to listen to your subconscious because it's now distorted. So all of these things are coming to surface, causing you to have to look at yourself in a way that is very uncomfortable. Then you're met with this type of energy that we are coming in following the full moon when Mercury, which is the planet that is ruling all things communication, went direct. So at the end of its retrograde, we were starting to learn more about our inner world. We were having to become more um, present and aware of the inner things of our beings and of our lives and how we were operating. And now we're having to apply the things that we know to the outer. So everything that you have learned about yourself during this dark time and during this slowful time when Mercury was going in its retrograde during Pisces and Aquarius, it is now going direct, giving you the opportunity to share what it is that you've learned during that type of introspection. So here we are, March 19th to March 20th. We had the equinox with the sun entering Aries, which Aries is a fire sign. Equinox, spring equinox, beginning. This was a shift that began a new astrological year. Okay, so Aries is considered, of course, the first sign of the zodiac. So when the sun has entered in this particular sign, it is signaling new year, new astrological year, cycles beginning over, old cycles closing out with Pisces. So, of course, when you have a new astrological year that is starting over, you feel very a sense of hope, a sense of 
um, excitement, just like when you do when it's a new year. You feel very optimistic. Oh, this is our year. This things are going to start over. We're going to have new beginnings. And this is a very optimistic, fiery energy, ready to go. You're boosted. You're recharged. And then boom. We realize the shit done hit the fan. Because this is how I may be feeling internally. This may be my goal internally, but when I tune into what's happening on the outer world, I'm forced to be at a halt. And that is because not only is this an astrological new year for me personally, but this is an astrological new year for people in the world. The entire world is being shifted. The entire world is being changed. And now I have to apply what I found out about myself to the world. So there's a very strong energy for intention setting and thinking about how you want to spend the rest of the year and how, what are you going to plan? And you are noticing that your, your plans may have changed because now you're restricted. Now you're not able to do what it is that you thought you could do, whether it be catching flights, whether it be throwing parties, whether it be going to your favorite restaurants, whether it be spending money at this boat place or wherever the case may be. Now you're realizing that the things that I used to do to make me appear happy or to give me that instant sense of happiness, I can't do that. And if you're not careful, you will now define that circumstance as your form of happiness and it'll make you retreat back. And that's not what you want to do. And that's the importance of a solid foundation. That's the importance of it. Because when you build your happiness on superficial things, circumstances will cause you to be pushed back and delayed and retreat back to where you have worked so hard to come from. So in the Northern Hemisphere, in the spring is naturally a time for blooming and the ground is very fertile. And so now we're being asked, what is it that we need to fertilize? I told you guys, this is harvest season. So now we are planting seeds in the midst of the chaos, but also reaping the seeds we've already sown. What is your harvest looking like? In the Southern Hemisphere, it's a time where nature is preparing for death in the phase. So things are shifted. We're already feeling a lot of the effects that the Southern Hemisphere has not yet gone through. And vice versa. Hence the reason why everyone's on a different timeline. This is causing certain people, depending on where you are internally and externally, to look at what you need to release, what it is you need to let go. Understanding what you are attached to, unhealthy attachments, all of these things. And the most important thing during this time is to not lose yourself. On March 24th, we have an Aries new moon, which is going to give us another birth of fresh energy in the midst of the chaos. So it's very important to understand and not to get too drowned out by everything that's going on around us, because even though everything is cloudy and distorted and filled with panic and everybody, you're going to have to tune out in order to really, really tune in. 
Because if you don't, you're not going to be able to navigate through this. This is a lot of confusion. This is a lot of chaos. This is a lot of distortion that is going on. But in order for you to navigate through, you're going to have to disconnect from the noise. Chiron is um, an asteroid. It's not really a planet. It's an asteroid and it signifies healing. So it's going to be very potent during the new moon in Aries, which is very interesting that we are in a new astrological year. We are in Aries, which is a very, very, very fiery leadership cardinal energy. And we have Chiron that is a healing energy that is also falling on the new moon, which signifies new beginnings in Aries. So this is a very potent time for new beginnings, new starts, and it signifies and gives you a bit of an understanding on why what is occurring now globally is necessary so that things can be cleared out. In order for changes to have been made to our medical system, to our government, to our social lives, to our way, the way that we view money, the way that we view status. In order for those things to have come into play, we were having to really tap in. We're having to tap in and deal with reality as it is, but we have to dismantle parts of this because the foundation is not steady. It's not solid, nor is it fair, nor does it benefit the collective as a whole. And so we're in massive changes when it comes to different things that are going on socially. And that's definitely, you know, intense. Very intense. You're going to feel a lot of energy this week that is going to give you both optimism, but it's also going to have you very reflective. If you do not allow what is going on externally to cause you to be distorted, you're going to have to understand your boundaries, put your boundaries in place and allow yourself to tune out what is unnecessary. Because if you do not, you're going to find yourself in a very uncomfortable space, drowning. We have a lot of things going on. We have a lot of shifts that are happening. We have a lot of astrological things that are going into play. And there's going to be even more that comes out. So the only thing that you can do at this time, during this time, is to allow yourself to be present. Allow yourself to focus on the things that you can control. And allow yourself to be open to the push and the growth that is coming. You need this. This is necessary. This is on purpose. Not sit here to hurt you, but you must take the preventative measures that you're needing to do. You must take heed to what it is you need to do. Do what's best for your family. Do what's best for, you know, the health of your family. That is most important. Don't get caught up in the gossip. Don't get caught up in the drama. Don't get caught up in the conspiracy theories. Don't get caught up in digging to this never ending hole of information that is only going to confuse you, um, make you more upset, make you more irritated. You can't do anything about what's out there. So you have to be very mindful of what you're allowing to affect you. 
It is about humanity as a whole. Help when you can, help who you can, be very conscious and mindful of other people, but also be present in your life as well. And so that's the overview that I want to give you guys astrologically. Um, There's a lot. There's a lot that's going on and we know that. And it's okay. It's okay. I'm going to leave this part off now and I will um, give you guys, of course, a daily dose of energy of what to expect going into the week. Um, That'll help you navigate as well. Okay, so this has been your intuitive energy corner. I love you guys. Look out for your newsletter this week and I will talk with you later. Bye.